Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about the vote at the UN and what it means for foreign policy. And we will go through what it takes for this not to be a, a really, really, really bad move. Um, because at this point, U.S. foreign policy is... They are they're betting on something occurring, a series of things occurring. Okay, so if you don't know what happened, the UN Secretary General invoked Article 99, which means it, it draws something to the attention of the UN Security Council. They're asking for a ceasefire. The vote was 13 to 1 with the United States being the only vote against it. However, the U.S. has veto power. It is a 15-member council. The United Kingdom abstained. What that means is the U.K. shared the U.S. position, but didn't want to take the heat on it, which is understandable. Okay, so... The U.S. is is engaged in a very big gamble here. Again, we're talking about foreign policy, not moral implications or anything like that. For this to go down as anything other than a bad foreign policy move, a series of things have to occur. First, Israel has to be able to degrade the combat effectiveness of Palestinian forces inside Gaza. They won't be able to defeat them, but they have to degrade them to the point that the Palestinian Authority can then assert governance over Gaza. That's the first thing. I am skeptical of this. It's not impossible, but that's a big ask. that that is a big request. I am, I am skeptical that that is going to occur. The Palestinian Authority then has to be uh, actually capable of asserting governance over Gaza. Yeah, that can probably happen. And then the third one is that the Arab coalition the United States has been trying to build behind the scenes has to commit to that international peacekeeping force to stand between the two sides in Gaza and build a durable peace. I am skeptical. Those three things have to occur for this not to go down as a really bad vote. I give it a little bit less than even odds. It's not impossible, but it, it's it's it is uh I would not stand here and say it's a likely scenario, but that's what they're angling for. The U.S. has been meeting with the Palestinian Authority behind the scenes and trying to build an international coalition of Arab states to act as peacekeeping force. There has been reluctance on the part of Arab nations to commit troops to that. Understandably, it's going to be a mess. Um, that's what 
that's what the U.S. is 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 banking on right there. Uh, I know that people are like, well, the U.S. always vetoes it. Yeah, yeah, but it normally doesn't have almost a hundred co-sponsors. The U.S. is in essence standing alone with the U.K. over there in the corner, going, "Go ahead, go ahead, we got you." That's what's going on. Um, it has now become make or break. They have to be able to pull this off. If they don't, this goes down as a really bad decision. Now, I know foreign policy people here standing there saying, well, what else could they do? They couldn't allow a ceasefire to be enforced on a regional ally, and you're going through all of that stuff in your head. If you are making those arguments, you don't get to pretend like you're brand new at the same time. If the ceasefire had gone into effect, how long until somebody violated it? There were other options from a foreign policy standpoint. Um, the Biden diplomatic team, they're going to be working overtime and they've got their work cut out for them. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.